Everybody Googles everything, especially potential customers or employers, and a business or personal online reputation can make or break you. If negative search results or reviews are impacting you, Webamax is here to help. Our proven process restores your online reputation quickly and effectively, and it matters. Don't let negative results control your narrative. Visit GoWebamax.com and fill out a brief confidential form to see how we can help. Remember, if you aren't paying attention to your online reputation, someone else is. GoWebamax.com before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Welcome back, Ram fans. This is Rams Up, your favorite L.A. Rams podcast. We are proud members of the Fans First Sports Network. That's fansfirstsports.com. You can also follow us on YouTube. Our channel is at L.A. Rams Up. I'm your host, Mark. You'll hear from my co-host, Tom, on occasion as well. Hey, we're not Rams insiders. We're just longtime fans who love talking about our Los Angeles Rams. Let's get to it. Welcome back, everybody. Episode 352 of Rams Up. Got a special treat for you coming up the next two episodes, actually. Had a long conversation with Scott Richmond, longtime Ram fan, very knowledgeable, especially when it comes to draft prospects. I'm going to share the first half of my discussion with him this episode and the second half our next episode. Really fun stuff. Check it out. The Sunday playoff games, the 49ers escaped over the Packers. Packers really had that, could not seal the deal. Not sure the 49ers have what it takes to win the Super Bowl. And that's all I really care about at this point. Ravens looked really good, beat the Texans, hammered the Texans in the second half. I think the Ravens are going to be heavy favorites. Well, maybe not heavy favorites, but they'll be favored regardless of who they play. Assuming they get to the Super Bowl, 
feel pretty strongly that they will. We'll get into all the playoff games when we do our next loop around the league Monday or Tuesday. Hey, it's episode 352, so I'm going to kick this off talking about a Ram who wore number 52. One of my all-time favorite Rams, number 52, Alec Ogletree. Big athletic linebacker out of Georgia. The Rams picked him with the 30th pick in the first round of the 2013 draft. And I was thinking, how did we end up with the 30th pick in 2013? I went back and looked. Well, we traded with Atlanta. We had a few trades in that draft. Early on, we traded up to get Tavon Austin. Somehow ended up with the 30th pick as well and picked up Alec Ogletree. Played five years for the Rams. 67 games. Started every single one of them. One of those sideline-to-sideline linebackers that just brought it every play. Finished his Ram career with six interceptions. Only five and a half sacks, though. And you know what I remember about Alec Ogletree? is not just the athleticism, but the personality. He had that big fight with OBJ on the sideline with the Giants. But what I really remember him for is in Irvine at training camp, he took the time to come over and talk to me and my son, and he was so gregarious, so friendly, the friendliest Ram on that roster. And then my son went to the Coliseum to see the Rams play the Saints. And who comes over to the railing to talk to my son and his buddies? You got it, Alec Ogletree. What a great guy. I wish more players were like Alec Ogletree, to be honest with you, when it comes to interactions with fans. Went on to play with the Giants, Jets, and Bears. Hey, everybody. I am here with Scott Richmond. We'll be making the rounds with the different Rams fans over the next couple months. And we've had Scott on a couple other times before the season started. How you been, Scott? Well, I've been doing great, Mark. Yeah, we have Scott on uh, prior to the draft uh, last year. He has a lot of insight into draft prospects, and we'll bring you back right before the draft, um, talk a little bit more about that. We can talk a little bit about the draft today, actually, although it's a little bit early. I suspect you feel the same way about this season as a lot of other Ram fans. So how do you feel about the Rams 2023 season? Oh, very positive, very... uh kind of fulfilling in a way. I think we had a discussion last year and I I was like, oh, even at the best, I think they might they might get to seven wins, maybe eight, you know, if things went well. And for them to get to 10 and have a winning record and make the playoffs was just wow. In some ways, it was kind of a magical season. Um, a lot of things went their way. Early in the year, a couple of things went against them, but, you know, they win the overtime game in Indianapolis you know, they lose Stafford for a couple of games and it, it looks pretty it looks pretty dark <laughs> there. And then they go on this nice run, winning some close games. And uh yeah, I was I was pumped about it. I I was more optimistic about their chances of making the playoffs this year than most, but that's just my nature. I'm always predicting the high end of productivity for my Rams, but yeah. You were predicting, uh, you thought a playoff spot was a long shot. Uh, how did you feel about the job Raheem Morris did? I think that was one of the, the great takeaways from this season. Yeah, I thought he did great. Um, I was one that, you know, from when he took over three years ago, I was kind of indifferent. I didn't know a lot about him. I wasn't pro Raheem. I wasn't against Raheem. 
on social media, I found myself wanting to defend him. People were always calling him out. Ah, I'm sorry, this soft defense. I'm, you know, I hate this. I hate that. He needs to be fired. And it's like, uh, I just felt the need to say, no, that that's just wrong. Why, why are you saying this? They're, you should be judging how many points they're giving up per game. And he's, he's better than half the other teams in the league. <laughs> Uh, statistically yeah. so i i just don't get it i didn't get the hate is what i didn't get yeah and i think social media is really good at bringing out that aspect and a lot of a lot of people on a lot of topics unfortunately that's just yes. the nature of the beast the other thing that i thought was a, a real big um you know boost for this team was the changes they made in the running game and i don't know who gets the credit for that. I don't think it's just Kyron Williams. I think it's uh, the change in Sean McVay's willingness, I think, to change it up a little bit and attack things differently. Yeah, I think uh, Mike LaFleur was a big influence in that. And I thought he was a great, um, doesn't get talked about a lot, but I think he is a big cog in the uh, machine that really turned the offense around. Um kind of going away from the wide zone running. Um, they got, you know, they beefed up the interior of the line. They started doing more duo blocking where they would double team the defensive tackles. They would bring the tight ends and receivers in through a gap and act as lead blockers like a fullback. And boy, that really, uh, there was a time there where the, the running backs, they were getting five yards downfield before contact. It was amazing. Uh, kind of jumping ahead here, but ho hopefully they're able to retain Kevin Dotson and um, maybe even improve this offensive line next year because it's so promising. And I think that's, uh, I, I think I feel a lot like probably Sean McVay feels rejuvenated uh, and just can't wait for next year to begin. Although there's a lot of, there's a lot of holes to fill, a lot of challenges and free agency and such, but we'll talk about that in a minute. So, yeah, I think sure. we feel the same way about this season. Um, you know, it was uh, it was really it was just a lot of fun, wasn't it? Just watching this yeah. team uh, down the stretch: uh, Puka Nakua, Demarcus Robinson, Kyron Williams, all these Byron Young and Kobe Turner. A lot of really promising players stepping up for the Rams. Yes, yes, exactly. Watching uh, watching Puka be able to step in for for Cooper. I mean, just from the start of the season was just, it was amazing how he was already prepared um, to take on the responsibility of as much of the offense of load, all the targets that he took and all the blocking that he did was, was phenomenal. Yeah. And the culture of the, uh, of the Rams, it's, it's just awesome to watch these wide receivers, Cooper cup and, there are probably other teams where if that scenario unfolded um, where Puka is getting, uh, you know, 14 targets and Cooper is getting five, you, you probably see Cooper Cup in Matthew Stafford's ear. Uh, <laughs> you see that with teams like Seattle and, and Dallas and a little bit with the 49ers. You just never see that stuff with the Rams. And, and that's a, a credit to Sean McVay and his staff finding the right people and developing such a great culture there. Hey, so how do you feel about the Lions game? Um, I came away a little salty. Uh, I felt that the referees missed a lot of uh, calls that really stalled our drives. One of the first ones was Puka Nakua taking a pass down the right sideline in the red zone and uh, going down head first. Uh, the defender came in and targeted his, his helmet. 
And if you remember, Puka, it knocked him out. It didn't knock him out consciously, but he was on the ground and he couldn't get up for for a minute or so. Uh, he had to come out of the game and he had to re-enter the game. And I was surprised there was no penalty for roughing and or targeting or whatever. Uh, and then the the hit by by Stafford, where he got he got legally hit by Hutchinson from the side, and then the defensive tackle came in a fraction of a second later and and laid a shoulder into his helmet and knocked knocked him into the ground and his head bounced off the ground and. I uh, was very surprised there was no roughing call there. That should have been a penalty, and that's probably a drive where they probably end up with with uh, six points on that drive. Everybody wants to focus on the, the three red zone drives that resulted in nine points, and, and that was certainly an issue. But, you know, they did mm-hmm. uh, two, They did have two long touchdowns. Um, See, so you, you know, they, they were able to, to score from outside the 35 pretty well. And yeah, yeah, there's a there's there are some plays down the stretch there. If it could, things went a little bit differently, it would have been really interesting if mm-hmm. the Rams had been able to kick a late field goal there and uh, go up by two and give the ball back to Jared Goff with a couple minutes left. I think we were deprived of that, and maybe Aaron Donald steps up and makes another game-ending tackle like he like he did against the 49ers and he did against the Bengals. So. That's mm-hmm. what I was upset about. Not so much, um, you know, I felt like we were playing with house money to some degree, and I, I didn't want to get too upset about how things ended. I'm not sure yeah. this team had what it takes to win a Super Bowl anyways. Right. We probably wouldn't have, we probably would have lost Kyron Williams, and we definitely lost uh, Tyler Higby moving forward. So, you know, I tried to be, I tried to, to walk away with that with a smile on my face, but then you're just mm-hmm. thinking what could have been, you know, what could have been if we had been able to get out of there with a win and head to Tampa Bay. Oh man, mm-hmm. it would have been awesome. Yes, it was. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm over the game, but um, I just hope that the, the Lions um, don't lose and have questionable calls because they won't be getting any sympathy from me. Yeah, right, right. Yeah, it's interesting. You know, I um, I felt like over the past couple of years uh, since the trade, there had been a little bit of a of a unofficial alliance between Lions and Rams fans uh, kind of pulling for each other. And that may have evaporated. That may not be the case anymore moving forward. Yes. And we'll, fi- we'll find out when we head to Detroit next year for the regular season game. Yes. We took all we brought them to our land an endless night ember hot and icy cold the rage of the earth we made this curse carved it in the blood on our backs we did not see we could not but she did and in the end what will i become senwa saga hellblade 2 play it now with game pass It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.
Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Protect your dream home with American Family Insurance. And you can weather any storm. You'll also save up to 25% by bundling home, auto, and life. American Family Insurance. Get a quote. Find an agent at amfam.com. Products not available in every state. Discounts may not apply to all coverages on an auto or home policy. Discounts do not apply to life insurance policies. Visit amfam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating companies, American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. So let me ask you this. Uh, I'll go through some questions here. And uh, so everyone knows Scott is being uh, blindsided by these questions. He doesn't know what's coming. But so uh, cut you some slack if you if you have to hem and haw on these. So I identified four free agents that the Rams have that they uh, probably need to do everything they can to retain. And there's probably more. But, you know, um, mm-hmm. would you like to see the Rams retain Carson Wentz? Uh, yes, for for the right price, I think. Yeah, I don't think he's going to be worth a five or six million per season. If they can keep him for two to three million, I think that would be worth it. Do you think Definitely. he's done enough for another team to, to bring him in and compete for a starting job? I'm not sure he did. It was just one game, right? Oh, I agree. I think I think at this point of career, I think he's just a backup. I don't think physically he's going to be able to hold up for a 17-game season. I don't think and so. And he seems like the perfect backup, a guy he's got experience. You know he can win at the NFL level. He's just been prone to, to bonehead plays over the course of his mm-hmm. career, I think, turnovers. Mm-hmm. And he yes. can run with the ball. And I think it's always great to have a backup quarterback that changes things up a little bit, right, from your normal yeah. offense. So I think he'd be he'd be a great guy to bring back, not knowing what's going on with Stetson Bennett, and I don't mm-hmm. I don't think we can count on him even if he does come back uh, at this point being a reliable backup. Well, to me, the most important guy to bring back of all these free agents is Kevin Dotson. Uh, the question is how what is the price tag going to look like? Because he could he could be a pretty popular player on the market. Yeah, I think. Um... I think I was looking at his valuation from over the cap uh, earlier in the week. And um, I think they have him at about seven to 8 million per season is what he was evaluated for this past season. So I think he should be easily retained at an average, an average salary per year of about 6 million. They should be able to give him a bonus. So is that valuation based on this year though? It was based on this year. Yeah. It says 2023 valuation. In fact, I might, uh, it could be significantly higher in 2024, though, no? 
Uh, no, their valuations are usually pretty high. Um, and to get a refresher here on what that. Uh... That was quite a trade Sneed pulled off. I, I remember reading uh, Steeler fans were uh, jumping with joy that the Steelers had been able to unload him. And mm. uh, it, that gave me cause for concern, but mm -hmm. it turned out pretty good. Uh, let's see. Contract value was two. 2.25 million average per year. Uh, his hit for the Rams this year was that same number, 2.25. Uh, 2023 valuation is 6.3 million. So that's about what he should be valued at going into this next season. Um, I, I think that would be, I'd be willing to spend that on him, I think. Um, of I course. Agree. Yeah. Now, uh, I think the offensive line, if you can retain dots and, um, now we had a talk, we had a discussion on a roundtable. I don't know if you saw it, and we came to the conclusion. I think there was a consensus that, assuming you can retain dots, and we still may want to improve the left tackle position if possible. Uh, lyrics okay, but um, we can we can discuss that another day. Did you want to chime in on a lyric Jackson? Did you have an opinion on him? Yes, I do. I think this year. Um... I probably have a differing opinion than most, but I think the job they did with Alaric, Jans Alaric Jackson was smoke and mirrors. <laughs> After seeing in person what he did in training camp, um, boy, he was getting run around like a turnstile the day that I was at training camp. I was very concerned. Um, and for him to perform this year, I thought the game planning to keep speed rushers uh, off of him was uh, was phenomenal for him to for as many, for as little a number of hits that Stafford took from his blind side, it was pretty amazing considering how slow Alaric's feet are. You so you you think that was more due to scheme than Alaric Jackson's skill level? Uh, I think so. I mean, there was a yeah. reason he was not drafted. <laughs> yeah. Just, uh, okay. Fair enough. Feet. Yeah. So. Yeah. And when we when we get to the draft, um, well, we'll talk about the draft in a second. So we'll maybe bounce back to that topic of the offensive sure. line. Um, the the other guy that um, I, I think the cornerback and secondary and as in, in general is an area of concern with the free agents we have. Mm -hmm. uh, I, in my opinion, it'd be really nice to bring back uh, a, a Witherspoon, but you know only because I think we need to draft another cornerback or sign another cornerback. If we lose Witherspoon in the meantime, it's just. Uh, I don't know if we're really improving the unit. So in my mind, mm -hmm. we need to keep Witherspoon and add a, a high-level cornerback. Are you in agreement there? I, I mean, I just don't – I guess what I'm trying to say is I wouldn't feel good about uh, Durant or um, Darion Kendrick being a, a mm -hmm. full-time starting cornerback moving forward, although they did okay. Mm -hmm. it, it's, it's just an area we need to improve. Do you agree? Oh, definitely. I think Witherspoon, uh, I'm borderline on him. I think I would like to retain him for the right price. And uh, um, this could possibly be another discussion. If Raheem Morris gets hired elsewhere, will the incoming um, defensive coordinator use a scheme where is Akello going to be a benefit or a detriment to that scheme? I don't know. I don't know yet. So yeah. um I'd like to keep him, but if they're going to continue to pay off coverage where he can play six to, yard, eight, six to eight yards off the receiver and then play him downfield, I think he's okay. I think he has enough speed to stay on intermediate and deep routes. But I think there was a play, I don't know if you remember, they had uh, the 
Rams Lions, they had um, St. Brown out on the right side of the offensive formation. And I think I know a player you're talking about. Yeah. The other student came up right up to the line as if he was going to play press coverage. And uh, St. Brown just left him flat footed. He was by him. All he did was yeah. fake left, went right, and he was 10 yards upfield before Witherspoon even knew was go was going on. So <laughs> they're going to change to press coverage. I don't know if he's going to be a benefit to that scheme. Um, I'd like him for at least depth. So I think there was a dollar amount that I had, I think $2.5 million per season. I think, I, I think that would be affordable to keep him. If the market says he's worth more than that, I would have to say I think they can get other free agents and draft players. And yeah, we I think the bottom line is we need a a number one cornerback, and probably it probably wouldn't be Witherspoon. I think we're in agreement on that. If Witherspoon's yeah. retained, he's retained for as the second cornerback, a depth guy, that type of thing. I could add on just to that that subject um there's a player that i really like who's a free agent this year uh who i mocked to the draft mocked to the rams when he came out of uh that small louisiana school is legerious sneed from the Chiefs. oh okay i think he would be i think he would be great for the rams i think he was mentioned by ian or paul in our round table if i'm not mistaken Okay, I'll make note of that name. Sneed, he's with the Chiefs, did you say? The Chiefs, yeah, Legarius. Okay. Yeah. He's and he's a, he's an unrestricted free agent? Yeah, he's unrestricted. I think he's uh, his valuation, <clears throat> he's going to be a high-dollar figure. He's going to be about $12 million a season. I think he would be one of two higher splash signings that the Rams could afford. Let's say if we, for example, we thought an edge player like a uh, Brian Burns from Carolina, right. I think uh, if they were to sign him and Legereus Sneed, those would be those would take up just about most of your cap space, and the rest of your signings are going to have to be uh, right. smaller, you know, two splash signings, right? Yeah, yeah and, and I think the safety position I didn't really include that here because the Rams have been so good at drafting safeties in the later rounds. Um, but they are going to need a couple people now if they can keep Jordan Fuller and or John Johnson. They still have Russ Yeast, I think, who is serviceable. Quentin Lake, who's kind of a Swiss Army knife back there. But um, they'll figure that out, I think. It's not a position they're going to spend a lot of money on. Now, wide receiver really concerns me uh, because of the, you know, we talked about it at length on the uh, last roundtable or the, the first half of our last round table, you know, what what do we have in Cooper Cup moving forward? Demarcus Robinson's a free agent. Mm -hmm. And that concerns me if Cooper Cup's, uh, you know, he, he's injury prone. I'm not sure he's, uh, you know, he certainly wasn't 100% at the end of the year, I don't think. Uh, but Demarcus right. Robinson really started to, to produce. Uh, they bring back to if they could bring back to Marcus Robinson, Tutu Atwell will probably be there still. I feel like they need to bring back to Marcus because of that. Uh, and they still may need to draft a wide receiver, right? Uh, I think so. I think signing um, to Marcus is, is a priority um, so that we have uh, uh, Cooper Cup, uh, Pukunakua, and Marcus. Robinson as as the main three in the eleven personnel, having keeping Atwell as the fourth or fifth receiver, I think is great, and I think they do need to draft uh, a player to be there, ready to roll to fill 
fill in a position if somebody goes. Yeah, and if they continue to draft like they have the last two years, they'll find a decent receiver late. And I'll talk about that draft in a minute. You know, um, where do you spend your your how do you spend your draft capital in this upcoming draft? That's the first half of my conversation with Scott. We'll pick this up next episode, getting more into particular players in the draft and a little bit about the Rams coaching staff, specifically the defensive coordinator. That's going to do it for this episode. Remember, you can reach us at ramsuppodcast at gmail.com. And don't forget about our YouTube channel. Our handle is at laramsup.com. Till next time, keep the horns up, stay safe, and have fun out there.